Thank you, thank you. No, no, seriously, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, yes. <laughs> Calm down, people. <laughs> it's Thursday oh no, please night. don't get up. <laughs> oh Lord. Welcome to the GNN Cantina Happy Hour. I am David. I'm your host. We are all kinds of excited tonight. We've got Andor started. Finally, we've been looking forward to this since last month. But before we go, Debbie. Debbie's with me, as always. How are you, Debbie? I'm good. Um, yeah, yesterday it was 90, and today it was only 66. So, you know, wild weather. It was windy. Oh, but, oh. Um, that's that's the Indiana weather. weather. You know, you know wait, wait, it's it'll it'll change. Change. Am I, am I echoing? You are. You are. Why? Why? I'm, I'm echoing, too. John? If you can hear us, something's going on on your end because I just muted you and now the echo's gone. Also with us tonight is... Yeah, I was going to say thank you for the weather update. Are you good now? Thank you for the weather update because it is the first day of fall today and it was 99 degrees here in Dallas. That's why I've got my, my sleeveless on. <laughs> Sun's out, gun's out. <laughs> John, are you? Oh, you got it. Okay, good. Cool. Also with us tonight is Cam from Cam and Focus. He's also Hello. doing a lot of streaming stuff on Twitch now. We'll get to that. We'll do the shameless plugs. It'll be all good. How are you, Cam? Doing all right. I am. Uh, I've been on vacation down in uh, down in Florida uh, for the last almost two weeks now. Uh, that actually ends tomorrow. I'm driving back up to Tennessee. So. Wow. <sighs> I I'd find it. I'd be hard pressed to leave Florida. I think I'm going to retire there. Uh, I mean, honestly, being back here now makes me realize how much I really didn't like it here. So, oh, really? <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> also with us tonight's very special guest, Mr. John Biscardi. He hey, is everyone. The, he is the host of the Geek and I podcast, also here on GNN. Go check out that podcast. Um. How are you, John? What's going on? I'm doing good. How's how's everybody? I haven't seen you in a while. I saw you. I back think in we're all June. doing okay. I I see. John lives in my neck of the woods, so I get to see him when we go to cons and stuff. So we get to hang out, sit around, and have drinks and whatnot. It's all good. It's all good. Diet Sprite. Diet. Yes. Diet Sprite. Diet Sprite. Yes. Ew. That's the drink of champions. <laughs> All right. So tonight we've got Andor. We have finally, finally, finally got Andor. I've been looking forward to this one for a long time. He's one of my favorite characters from the from the Disney era. I guess that's that's a, him or Bazer Chirrut. It'd be one of those three. 
and they may all just be kind of equally. And I'm I'm sorry, Debbie, because each one of these episodes ran like forty minutes almost. I think the the shortest one was like thirty seven minutes. Yeah, I was, and, and you had to get up early. early. <laughs> now I only watched. I mean, I got up early because you know, thinking it was half hour shows. I mean, you had sent a text with the run times. So I was like, well, I ain't gonna get up that early because then I would just be, you know. A bump on a log at work <laughs> so well, i got look, up i got up at 5 30 and i got through episode one and half of two and just tried to stay off social media which is a no-no in my job so <laughs> but i managed to do it and managed to avoid anything spoiler related until i could get home and watch the rest of the episode and everything See, I didn't I didn't have any issues like that because I waited until after work on Wednesday. I tried to watch it at work on Wednesday, but watching it on a phone like this and it's dark and everything, you just you can't see it. And I wanted to see it and I wanted to hear and and there was a lot of no talking parts in it, too, to where it was like, well, I got to see what's going on. And I got like I got to where he beat up those guys at the or he killed those guys at the beginning of the first episode and I was like, all right, screw it. I'm going home. We're going to go home and we're going to watch it. <laughs> and I didn't, honestly, I didn't have any issues with social media. I didn't see anybody talking about it. Well, I saw people I talking mean, about it, but I didn't see any spoilers. Yeah. They're uh, well, if you ever on TikTok, that is the worst place to go because I mean, some of them don't even put out a spoiler alert. You know, they just, dive right into it right. i'm trying to ooh, you know scroll past oh, or whatever but and twitter is sometimes just as bad facebook's not because a lot of the pages put up uh spoiler bands. spoiler bands spoiler bands for 48 yeah. or 72 hours or something like that so facebook's usually not that bad but twitter and tiktok yeah okay so Initial thoughts. I want to hear just initial thoughts on just the first three episodes. Nothing else. Initial thoughts. Cam, go. Uh, I love. I liked them uh, more than I thought that I would. Um, the the main standouts for me were the uh, the cinematography and the score. I really loved the score. Um, the, the, there was one narrative choice that kind of bugged me, um, but we, we can get more into that into that later. Uh, it's it's kind of a major thing for Andor's character. Um, so I'm not going to get into that right this moment, but yeah, I definitely liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Very cool. John, what'd you think? Just initial. Initial. I thought it was great. It, you know, the comment here, Andrew was kind of boring to me, but I, to me, a slow burn to get yes. to where we're going is, yes. is, is great because yeah, you don't know any of these characters and you only know. Andor from Rogue One for two hours, and yeah. it's nice to see his background. And I'll take a little bit of talky talky. You know, it doesn't have to be. If I want action all the time, I'll play a video game. This is this is and and who I'm saying this to. You know who you are, and this is for you. This is not a Michael Bay Star Wars movie. <laughs> I know who that's for. Y'all are laughing. <laughs> what? What? You know, I said you don't know. Million. <laughs> We're is... not naming names here, Debbie. 
this has been oh, a no, very... I'm calling out people. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a very good slow character development. This is this is this is what this is what I wanted. I wanted to see I didn't want to see just a whole bunch of I mean I did want I do want to see that. Don't get me wrong. I want to see the explosions and the firefights and the space battles and all that other stuff. But I want to see it intermixed with the explaining who these people are and what their motivations are and things like that. I want to see it intertwined with that to make a good solid story. You know. Yeah, absolutely. There was a lot of really quiet moments in there with with no talking whatsoever and um, and I really appreciate moments like that. So, I mean, sometimes sometimes hanging on a quiet moment conveys so much more than people explaining what that moment is and why you should feel something about it. And another great thing about it is I got through the three episodes and I was like, ah, oh, no Tatooine. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. No, de I mean, no desert got, planet at all. So we're okay. We got so new planets. We got, I mean, we've seen aliens that I don't think we've really seen before. At least none that I recognized off the bat. But yeah, and, I mean... And something it's a that, slow burn, but you're getting a little you, bit of backstory. You're getting, a, you're getting good stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so, and again, I, that was one of the things people were complaining about with the um, uh, with the trailers was, oh my goodness, it's Star Wars, but there's no aliens. And I was like, and now at this point, you're like, okay, they're they're in there, they're just not front and center kind of thing. They're, they're, and I, in my in my opinion, I think possibly this is why Disney released all three episodes because it is a slow burn and i think there would have been a lot of complaining you know if it would have been released one one week at a time saying oh my god you know why are we doing this why is this so boring three episodes you get the slow burn and you know third the third episode we get action and you whatnot get, we know what's going on yeah so you get was, you get action and it and it leaves you hanging. It's like it makes you want more. They're running off on the speeder bike. They've outsmarted the the. Uh, they're not empire. They're the corporate, corporate security force or whatever. And you're like, oh, great. Now I want to know what happens next. It 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 gave you just a taste of some of things to come, and now you want to see what what happens next. See, I would have think I. I think I would have liked, instead of three 40-ish minute episodes, tightened up a little bit and maybe turned into a two-hour premiere movie. And just a little bit tighter. And, uh, you know, because I, I got to admit, I did fall asleep on every episode but I woke up and I was like, okay, let me just rewind it a little bit. Oh, okay, this is where I this is where I checked out. And then by the end of the, you know, when they're when they're dropping the stuff from the ceiling, it was just, you know, they had me, and I was like, all right, this is did, good. Did he get the box? That's what I want to know. I don't think he. He did. went back for it like three or four times. Did he get the box? No, I don't well, think that. As, I don't as think they the, were leaving that compound, he said the box was still in there. Oh, okay, okay. I think the I think I think the box was a fake MacGuffin. I think oh, yeah, I think sure Andor was. was the MacGuffin for Stellan Skarsgård. I think okay. he came to get so, Andor so, and didn't care about the box. 
So, right. John, what, what what you just said about the, the premiere, it looks like Stephanie has commented, and she is of the same mind. Don't man the slow burn, but maybe they should have made a super long first episode and an action-packed second episode. Three episodes to get into the action somehow seemed like a bigger ask for the audience. I can see where that's coming from. And, and, and in a lot of ways, I do agree. Um, I think it depends largely on the kind of storytelling that you prefer um, some people, pre some people prefer story through action and others prefer story through character building. Um, so it get, it really boils down to what you really want to watch Star Wars for. Um, I mean, not, not that you're watching it the wrong way or anything like that, or that you're expecting the wrong thing, but I mean, St Star Wars appeals to a very large demographic and that demographic is going to have a lot of different methods as to how they absorb the material and, so, and for, for something that is slower moving and slower paced like Andor has been so far, it does it, it does kind of drag. And sometimes it can feel a little tedious, but, you know, it depends. Cade, Cade had a good comment, too. Dark tone is appreciated and two words, alien brothel. I thought that was great. <laughs> Not necessarily because... <laughs> okay, so one of the things that caught my eye when he... And if you haven't seen the show yet, by the way... Spoilers. Spoiler Hello. Alert. Yeah. Sorry, I should have said that at the first. We're going to be talking about Andor, so yeah, obviously go watch it and then come back and watch yeah, the show. Come and back and watch comments. us. That's great. But uh, yeah, the show's but, over, people. Yeah. <laughs> but if you haven't, uh, but but one of the things that I noticed when he went into that brothel at the first, and it may not have been a brothel. We'll, we'll we'll take it with a grain of salt. Yes, it was a brothel. It never was expressly said that that's exactly what that is. But one of the things that they had in there was like they had the ho the hologram of the girl dancing and all this other stuff, and and you saw all that. And I'm really harking back. You, you know, you had the Christmas special where, uh, gosh, what was the grandpa's name? I don't remember, but he watched the he watched the little hologram girl dancing, and even even going forward in time to playing Knights of the Old Republic, Knights of the Old Republic one and two, when you would go into the cantinas and stuff, they would have the girls up on the stage, dancing, and you could go watch the Twi'leks dance, and it was, I mean, it was it didn't do anything, it was just there, but. But it was nice because because now you're you've moved into. You're, you're you're taking Star Wars and you're making it a little bit more mature. You know, it's not just for for kids at this point. This one is this one, and and there were several scenes where I would looked at that and I was like, "Whoa, that's kind of risque for a Star Wars movie." The scene where um, I can't even think of her name. The girl comes Bix. to the, yeah, Bix comes to the guy and she's like taking off her taking off her coat and crawling into the bed and I'm like, "Holy smokes, are we gonna?" Are we gonna get Star Wars nudity here? Yeah. yeah well, well, well. I, I mean, think... at, the, at the end of the third episode, the uh, the 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 general dude, I forget his name, dropped the S bomb. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> We've never okay. heard that in Star Wars before. Never. Yeah. I, I don't think this series is geared towards the kids. This is more for the adults. I hope. So. I mean, I think kids could probably <laughs> watch it, but. I think it's, it's going to be it's going to be geared towards adults until we reach the part of the story where he has to protect a special kid. Oh. Well, he's got the jacket <laughs> for it, so. <laughs> <laughs> so he's looking for his sister. I think that's what it was. What he said. Yeah. He told the girl he's mm -hmm. looking for his sister. 
and we get a flashback of of him in this tribe lord of the flies mad max beyond thunder it was kids Mm -hmm. it was all kids mad max beyond thunderdome is what i was what i honestly was thinking of but something else that was really interesting about this this tribe is that this is the not the first time but i i really i think it's been very it's been missing in star wars since the disney acquisition this is really a good time. We, the, those kids, none of them spoke Galactic Basic. It was all in Kalani. whatever they're. Yeah, yeah. And, and no I, adults. And I thought that that was great. I really liked the idea of them not speaking Basic to where they could not communicate with with the. And and honestly, too, when they were watching the ship crash to the ground, I'm like, the, the only thing I could think was, oh, somebody's breaking the Prime Directive. That's what's going on. They're they're. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're in, invading into a into a culture, and, but did, did I just did I just miss it? Is my Roku broken, or was there no subtitles? That's what I was. There were no subtitles. No. no subtitles. Okay, because I I went through the settings on my TV on my Roku, going, what the heck are these kids saying? And, <laughs> and finally, see, I just I think, gave up. And see, I think that made it good too, because you could tell. I could anyway. I don't know if anybody else could, but you could. I could tell by watching their actions, the expressions on their faces. I didn't need to understand what was said. I knew what was said, but I knew what was said. You know what I'm saying? I was able to say, okay, that he's telling her this, and she's telling her that. Maybe not in that phrasing, but now was, uh, I'm sorry. Oh no, go ahead, go ahead. Well, well, I, I was going to say that uh, since we're on the topic of you know the, this you know, tribe that, that, that brings me to what I was saying earlier about the, the decision made with Andor's character that kind of rubs me the wrong way in, in, in rogue one. One of the defining moments of his character is when it is when he tells Jen, suddenly the rebellion is real for you. I've been in this fight since I was six years old. He's not six years old there. So, I mean, that, I mean, if he is, that is a very big 66 year old. I mean, I mean, he's at least 12 there. And so, and so, uh, and uh, whenever those, uh, well, whenever the two pilots come down and pick him up, then they say there's Republic sh- ships coming. So Order sixty six hasn't happened yet. Uh, well, and and to add on to that, uh, when he later on, when he's in the ship by himself and he sees himself in the reflection, he sees those other two pilots. the The symbols on their jackets or vests or whatever are for the uh, the CIS. The uh, they're they're tr- they're separatists is yeah. basically. They, they they identify as separatists and so, they were wearing the badges so so well, I mean if if what fight was he in at six years old I then? Have no idea <laughs> well here here's my thoughts theory um so and I forget I don't know if it's uh, episode two or three but it says or somebody says something about there was a mining accident on that planet. It's been prohibited. Nobody's supposed to be there. So I'm thinking why we don't see any grown adults on that planet and just the kids is that all their parents were killed in this mining accident. And the last time we heard mining accident was during Rogue One when they uh, used the Death Star on, on Jeddah. And they, you know, the news reports came out and they said it was a mining accident. So I'm thinking it's kind of the same thing here, and, and maybe 
you know, this happened when he was six. Who well, knows? And, and maybe and some, something else you could look at too. And we uh, obviously we haven't gotten the entire story yet. We are only right. three episodes into a thirteen episode run, so we still got like ten episodes to go. But something else too that you could poss that could possibly look at is so they're obviously the empire is mining this planet that he's on, and that happened when they go to look for the crashed ship. You know, they come across the strip mines and he sees it and everything else. Is it not possible that since he was six years old, they've been fighting the miners? You know, we want you off of our planet because you're destroying our planet. And Or maybe well, the was... Empire was using them as slaves. The, the Empire wasn't around yet, though. No, that was still or Republic. the separatist, whoever. Well, no, well, maybe, but it can, it, it kind of throws into question the meaning of his statement. I've been in. Suddenly, the rebellion is real for you. I've been in this fight. So, so, and, so he he's implying the fight against the empire. And, but I, I and to 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 add to add some um, to add to that, obviously, he's not with the rebellion at this point either. And this is five years before. They they even said it at the first of the first episode five years before the Battle of Yavin, so so Cam do the do the run me through the math as to where you think we are in time, with with this, uh, this tribe of kids. If if Andor is taking place five B, BBY, and he's supposed to be six, but mm, I don't know, he kind of looks tenish, yeah, ten, ten or ten or eleven. So, so where would that I, put us in the storyline? All right, so so uh, whenever the flashbacks happen and, and they're showing them on the on you know on Kalani, uh, the the separatist ship crashes. So so obviously this is happening either during said, or just before the Clone Wars, the, which the one was lady says the Republic frigates on its way. Yeah, exactly. So so so, so that this is at least uh, nineteen to twenty four BBY. So that so if he is roughly ten years old, then. Um, then that would put his birth date at about 34 BBY, uh, which which would be not long after the Phantom Menace. Well, well, actually, probably during the Phantom Menace. I was thinking maybe slightly before Revenge of the Sith or immediately after Revenge would, of the Sith. I, I wouldn't say immediately I, I wouldn't after. say I, I wouldn't say after because the, 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 Repu the, the Republic had been disbanded at the end of uh, Revenge of the Sith and reformed in, into the Empire. So there, so nobody would be referring to any ships incoming as Republic ships, especially right. since but the, the Separatists were already defeated Empire, by them. There's a few times where they do say the Empire. And I think these Republic ships, uh, I think they're actually... Well, I uh, mean, the, 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 they say Empire after he's already an adult. Nobody refers to it as the Empire when he's a kid is true true in fact when he's a kid most of the talk is kalani jibber jabber yeah <laughs> <laughs> and luke luke is about 14 luke would be about 14 at the time of of the present day the of present, the show. present day of the show yeah so yeah he would have been he so this would have happened what maybe four years after uh, Kenobi? Yeah, am I, roughly. Am I, think, am I thinking that right? Because they were ten, right? Leia and Luke. Yes. Yeah, because Kenobi took place ten years after the end of Revenge of the Sith. So yeah. 
Yeah, it will put them go, at about 10. Ahead. Perfect. So we got our timelines good then. Everybody's happy with the timelines? I and, yeah, that's that's what really I, I, I watching the the first episode and as soon as as soon as that timestamp came up, I was like, okay, I'm in. You know that that's the one thing that sold me on it was telling me when it is, and seeing the BBY because I didn't they weren't they going to change it. I think Wasn't they were it? talking about it. I don't, I don't remember what the actual plan was for that. But because see, you had. Because they, they've already said six, or six, another season, second season. Mm-hmm. So we know that there's going to be at least 13 more episodes, but that gives him five years between what's happening now and the Battle of Yavin, which we know he dies just prior to the Battle of Yavin. <laughs> Spoiler yes. alert. Spoiler alert. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, I didn't mean mind. Yeah. Hey. Oh. Somehow oh. Andrew returned. How, how do you run this show? I said spoiler alert at the beginning. Uh, now it's all ruined. Can't believe it. Ah. So, but you've got five years. You got five seasons. Make five seasons of it. I can see that. Well, I, I think I Either heard today that, that, that time jumps. I think I heard today that season one is going to be one year, and then season two is going to be three episodes per year until so maybe Rogue only, One. So maybe there's only two seasons then. That's what I that's what I heard I today, but you know what? Ain't no telling. So, I gotta say, he murders these two guys. This is he he went to the brothel. He's looking for his sister, couldn't find her. the The guys that are are corporate security. Um, and he he. He kills the one, and the other one's like, no, no, don't. You know, he, I mean, he's begging for his life. He's sitting there, and he's saying, look, we can make it look like an accident, and he had a bad trip, and he fell and everything else, and he just shot. I mean, he flat shot him in the Point face. <laughs> I was like, dude. Again, we're, we're reaching into these adult themes. You know, he just killed this guy in cold blood, but we knew he was capable of that because he did the same thing in Rogue One at, with mm-hmm. his uh, with the source. I'll never climb out of here my arm. Just take it easy. Take it easy. Well, there, I think, I think this, is, this is them laying that foundation where he doesn't want to do it but deep down inside he knows he has to do it in order to complete his mission and fi- you know his find his sister and not get caught and stay you know stay out of trouble and then I think I think that's going to happen a lot more where he's going to find killing people in in order to achieve what he needs to achieve a lot easier. Yeah, I've, uh, it, I'm sure I'm sure we're going to get some kind of flashback to where it's going to show us having him having to do that for the first time. Yeah. Because, yeah, you know, well, got to love mean, those flashbacks. Cassian. I mean, I never liked him as a character to begin with because, you know, in Rogue One, he was pretty much an asshole. And so I'm glad to see that at this point in time, he's still an asshole because he owes people money. Uh, Evidently, he's burned some bridges here and there. And, you know, he might be even more of an asshole now than he is in Rogue One. (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to step out on a limb here, maybe the edge of the cliff and I'm getting ready to jump off. 
He's very much he he is very much like Han Solo. He is a Han Solo type. No, look at look, now. No, listen. no, I'm not. Sa- <laughs> Hear me out, Debbie. He is he's in debt to people. He lives the life of a, a scoundrel and smuggler and acquirer of rare artifacts and whatnot. And he shoots first. That's it. Juan Solo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but at least Han is likable and this guy's not. Oh, I, I like him. <laughs> like I said, he wasn't he wasn't likable in Rogue One, not until right. you know, the last 10, 15 minutes of the movie. He's an asshole, but he's our asshole. That's right. That's true. And by the way, hi Daniel. We saw your thank you for, for being here. Thank you for watching. Um now, as far as as far as set decoration, where do you guys where do you guys sit on that? Because that whole scene with the uh, I, I guess it, it for lack of a better phrase, the chief of police. I don't know if if you guys have ever watched uh, Outland, but I got a very very Outland vibe where this guy is like the the Sean Connery, uh, you know, Marshall. And he's just, just so so realistic. Like, just sweep it under the rug and let it, let it go. We don't want any interference from the Empire. Look, I gotta go, I gotta go talk to them now. Let's just we, sweep it under the rug. We need everything homeostasis. Everything just in. Yeah, and then you got order. the overzealous. Uh, what's his name? Our, uh, officer, or I don't know what he is. He's officer Carn. Deputy, you know, he's like a deputy chief or something. I think they call him. Yeah. And, you know, deputy inspector. Deputy I don't know inspector. if he's trying to prove himself or, you know, trying to kiss butt to move up the ladder. I don't know. But, you know, he totally disobeys orders. And then, you know, well, well I, th- I think that I think he feels legitimately indignant about the fact that, you know, you know, two of his you know comrades, I guess you would say, got killed and his superiors just like, eh, we'll just write them off. Does does he and and the and the good question is is does he even know who these people are? Does he even care, or is it more just the fact that? Well, he said that one of the guys, out. one of the guys was a colonel commander or something like that. Oh, yeah. he said, but he's oh, yeah, fallen he... because now he's you know like security. <laughs> I love the I love the way that the chief said so he, the way he set it up. He's like, it looks like these guys just picked the fight with the wrong guy. There's, we're not going to do anything about it. We're not going to be able to find him. They just plus they were drinking on the job. They're you know they, they were drinking on the job. They were that, going right, to the and brothel. that's 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 what was was great about that character. He's like, how do how are you going to put in the report that they're in a place that's not supposed to exist, doing things that they're not supposed to be able to afford, while on duty? How are you gonna yeah. how are you gonna put that in a report? And I just thought that was like so realistic for what is going on in this world where, you know, the empire is coming in and everybody is just, you know, they kind of, they kind of did that with, um, with, with, uh, in, in Mandalorian, you know, where he, he went to that one little desert town and, you know, you had the, the marshal. And the marshal, everybody was running their own pods, basically all over Tatooine, and you know that was, you know, kind of the same thing has happened here, where, you know, once once the Republic is gone, you know, it's 
do what you do what you want to do. Just lay low of, of the empire. Yeah. And 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 I'm glad you brought up the the deputy lieutenant there or deputy inspector. Deputy inspector. I'll get it right. Um, chief inspector. So I I, I I'm watching this and through the first two episodes he is like gung ho dead set we've got to find this guy we got to get him we got to get him then andor's buddy rats him out and all of a sudden there's a name to go with the face or a name and a face to I don't think him. that was his buddy I don't think it was but I'll just call him that he he got his comeuppance but uh but anyway so he gives him up and as soon as they find out who he is and what he looks like, the entire demeanor of this chief inspector changed. He's not like super like, oh, my gosh, we got to go get him right now. We got to. He's very much he's scared of what he, it seems like he's scared of what he's doing. He's nervous about what he's doing. And even when he gets to the planet, I mean, even when Andor has him. He's he's obviously scared because Andrew's got a got a got the drop on him. But I'm I'm wondering if there is something more to this chief inspector, and I'm sure there is, and we'll probably find it out. But does he know Andor from a past life or something? Has he run I, into him before? I don't I think don't know, so. But... I thought. Yeah, well, um... I... Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I, well I, I was going to say, I don't think that he's someone who knows him, but I do think that he's someone who's a, who wears britches that are a bit too big for him. He, um, you know, he, uh, the, the two moments for that character that really sold me on him was uh, when, he, when they were in the ship and they were heading towards the planet and he had to give that motivational speech to his team and he <laughs> that, completely that is- chokes up. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, yeah, he, I don't think he's ever been in a position to have that kind of authority over people before. And the, the second one was, was, you know, after the fight was over and all the dust settled and he lost, you know, most of his crewmates, he's just standing there frozen watching them and his, and his, his officer's trying to pull him away and be like, let's go, we have to get out of here. And he's just frozen, just staring. Yeah, he's traumatized. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I, th- I think that and he's maybe someone... That's why his, maybe that's why his whole demeanor changed at some point because he realized all of a sudden... Hey, my boss told me not to go looking for this, and now all of a sudden I've thrown a lot of time, a lot of resources, a lot of everything at figuring this out. So only to fail. Only to fail, exactly. So we've got. Hang on, we've got comments here. Uh, Cad, uh, I'm sorry, Cad, Cade, Graves. <laughs> I, I said your name wrong. Silent I gotta say. E. Yeah, I gotta say, Andor was probably the least interesting character. Really liked the security guys, especially the portly fellow. He was hilarious. Um, Andor has no charisma. I think Andor has no charisma because he is... He doesn't need to be charismatic at this point. He is basically... He, he is... On the run. He's on the run. He's... He's he's trying to throw things. I mean, you can see it too. You know, I'm gonna have some money for you. I'm gonna get some money for you. I've got to sell this thing and go do this thing. And I mean, he was he was tying loose ends up. He was just trying to get things done. So Stephanie says, I think he will become more charismatic, or hope so at least. 
the try-hard cop dudes crack me up, but I feel they aren't long for this world, especially because their commander guy did not approve this. Uh, and well, I, I think I think the guy who was who at the end going after you know wanted to go after him, and then he he, he kind of proved that he's uh, doesn't really know what he's doing with that with that speech. But by the end, when he saw all his 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 buddies dead, the people that went to go with him, I can see him becoming a big bad and and going towards the empire. And I think I think the storyline, the way I'm seeing it being set up, is that Andor's storyline is going to show how he goes to uh, the Rebel Alliance. And this other guy is on the same path, wants, you know, basically the same things as Andor is looking for, but it, he's going towards the Empire. And I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if by the end, if, uh, you know, he's not killed off somehow, uh, well, if, uh, that, well, if he, that he could be, you know, you could see him coming out at the end in an Imperial outfit. Yeah, well, if 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 you look at the progression of the the, the officer's name, the officer's name is Karn, I think. If you look at the progression of his character from where mm -hmm. he started to where he is now, he's basically on his own hero's journey. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And and honestly, too, I mean, Cassian kind of is too. They're they're really setting up the hero story in this one, which I I you know the the you know uh, you had uh, what's his name. Um, Stellan Skarsgård, and he was there, and he's like, "Okay, what well, you know? Did you? Where, where's our exit? Did you secure your exit?" And he's like, "I, I need you. You're special. No, I don't want to. Just give me my money and let me go. Just give me my money and let me go. I want to. I want to get on with my life." So again, yes, elements of the hero's journey, even with Cassian. So, well, with that, Cassian and with Karn. Now that this is just something completely random, I don't know if you guys have noticed this. I had to check on IMDb to confirm, but uh, uh, his mother figure, the woman who rescued him, Marva, is played by uh, Aunt Petunia from the Harry Potter series. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we I were watching it. My my son is like, you know who she, you know who she is, right? And I'm like, I don't know. She's an old lady. She looks. All, they all look the same. And she's like, <laughs> no, he's he's in Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Oh, oh Harry Potter. Harry Potter, Harry Potter. Okay, and and that that brings up an interesting the droid, the little the little B two emo B two emo the emo droid emo droid. The the is it just me or did he look like Wally? No, he A looked little. like he looked like uh, he... Vincent and Bob from the black hole. No, oh, okay, that's that's where I that's that's how far I back I went. I just went. I just looked at him, and he's a he's a big square box thing that's trucking around in a wasteland, and it's like, oh, it's Wally. Okay, I do like the uh, fact I, that I he almost, stutters. I yeah. almost saw elements from the robot from Rocky Five. Almost. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> which which ver which version? Which version of Rocky? Is it the is it the uh, the one before it was reprogrammed? Well, whichever one shows up at the very beginning of the movie, I don't remember. I haven't watched Rocky Five since I was a kid, but back when you know Rocky Five was still accessible to kids like me. 
because uh, remember, Paulie reprogrammed it. I do, uh, I do remember that vaguely. Yep, Stephanie agrees with me. Wally, 100%. How old are you, Stephanie? Have you seen the black hole? No, she has not. (laughs) (laughs) She's too young for that. (laughs) See? Was introduced rolling through a junkyard and went into a derelict ship. Totally Wally. Maybe a little bit of short circuit thrown in there, too. (laughs) Ah. Ah, And and fire hydrant. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Just every robot from the 70s and 80s, just a conglomerate of all of them. <laughs> so now I those wanted... those dogs look like the dogs from from Willow. They actually I think they made an appearance in Solo. If you go watch Solo, I think they're there when he's first escaping Corellia uh and he and uh, um Kira. Thank you. Thank you, brain farted. He and Kira are, are, you know, running away and they got the chase through the city. I think they had some of those dogs chasing them. A lot bigger. They were a lot bigger in that show. I'm going to have to go watch Solo again, which is fine. I'll go watch Solo again. (laughs) Nothing wrong with Solo, John. Nothing wrong with it. It was a good movie. It was underrated. They make good cups. No. (laughs) I like that movie. But I'm going to have to go back and watch it now just because Stephanie says she is 33 and no, she has not seen the black hole. Now, it's on Disney Plus. Go watch it. There you go. Go watch it. If you can watch and or you can go watch the black hole. Go watch the black hole. And... Now, how did you guys feel about the, uh, the, the usage of the flashbacks in the series? Because, you know, like, you know, Book of Boba Fett and you know, and Kenobi and all that, there's a heavy reliance on flashbacks, but I feel like they were a bit more intricately woven into the story here. I think they, they were, were in- short and sweet. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't short, long and short, drawn sweet out. To the port and to the point. It wasn't, I mean, book of Boba Fett, you had, uh, it was like five minutes of current Boba Fett and then like 20 minutes of flashback and then, Ugh. and then another five minutes of current Boba Fett. And this one yeah. was, yeah, it was just, it was and and really too it was woven into the story to where something was happening the, the way it should have been something was happening in the story and then you flash back to say mm-hmm. oh this is why this is ha- or this yeah. is this makes makes it make sense and then it flashes well, back forward again well the, yeah I, I i was you know kind of on the fence about it at first but the ending of episode 3 the, the last like 3 minutes of that episode where it was like you know, jumping in between flashback and present day, like he was looking at the cockpit and almost flashing back to seeing Marva in there, mm-hmm. and, and like the like the way that those sequences were interwoven, very seamless. I I really loved how they did that. Great ending to that episode. Yep. Oh wait a minute, hang on. So Cad, Cad, I'm Kate, I'm sorry. <laughs> Your name is killing me tonight. <laughs> yeah, Kate, my uh, oldest son, um, we were talking about, well, he, we were talking about the Andor series earlier this evening, and he mentioned the exact same thing about uh, Kyle Katarn. Is it Katarn? Kyle, Kyle, Kyle Katarn. Yeah. Is that his weapon? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yes. Well... <laughs> I don't know if the scope's off or not. I 
I didn't even pay attention. My son had to point it out to me. And when I looked at it, when I did a rewatch this evening, I was like, oh, yeah, that does look like his gun. Okay. All right. I had that one. Said. <laughs> All right. Dov. We're going to start calling you Dov. <laughs> me, Dov. Me make fire. <laughs> Dov smash. <laughs> That's Mondays. That's Monday nights. Oh Lordy, um, there was something else I was gonna bring up that I really, really liked. the The escape was good; it was brilliant at the end. and And when he got when he got the drop on uh, Karn at the end, and he he had him, you know, he was sitting there in that that booth, and man, I was just. It, I'm watching this and he's he's trying to you know he's got the gun to his head and he's trying to figure out you know who how many are you and all this other stuff and Luke's in the kitchen getting ice in his cup and making all kinds of noise and I'm like pausing I'm like this is like the most intense part of this show so far and you're getting ice and I can't hear anything would you finish <laughs> finish filling up your cup so I can listen now I was surprised he didn't kill him I'm kind of surprised too. I mean, and, he just tied him up and and you know put tape or whatever in his on his mouth and and, and let him live. I was like, what? And, and he see, shot the other guy point blank. <laughs> that's kind of why I'm wondering if maybe there is there's some history between him and Cassian. I've got to I've, I've because yeah, he didn't kill him. And or maybe he didn't want more heat than all than what he already well, he had like, with the two. Security they were guards. they were killing all the the entire squad for crying out loud. That whole squad that was down there. I don't know. Well, I mean, if it, if he shot him, then it, w- it would have alerted everybody else to their position. And and you know, this is Star Wars. How many necks are you going to see snap? Let's see. <laughs> Stephanie said, "I thought the flashbacks were better better utilized here than Book of Boba Fett. Uh, it was more like a slog, but here it feels like integrated for the pace of the show." Definitely, absolutely. Yeah, but my, my book of Boba Fett was kind of a chore to sit through at times. It's it's nice to uh, you, how do I say this without sound, sounding grim? It's nice <laughs> to see deaths that actually f- feel or you have have weight to them. You know, it's like it's not just an explosion and you see guys just getting thrown around, but you know that that when they go to to open up that that ship in a flashback and that dead body rolls out, you actually, it feels like a, like it meant something like there's a dead body there and it had a point to it. Whereas sometimes you just, you know, you see an explosion or the, 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 the a speeder flips over and kills every, you know, and it really doesn't mean anything, but you know, every single death had, had, had a point to it, you know, the guy on the steps getting the getting shot in the chest, you know, the the two the two cops in the beginning, you know, and and it, it just it seems like adults are writing, you know, and I I don't know if when this show was written, if it was written before uh, all these other Star Wars uh, shows that came out, and they decided, well, you know, this might be a little too heavy. Let's let's hold off and let's do these other ones and shoot them more towards, you know, Disney. But then they 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 got a lot of heat on 
uh, Obi-Wan and Mandalorian, uh, Book of Boba Fett. And they said, you know, let's, let's go with it and let's make it heavy and kind of be Star Wars again. And, and not saying that the other stuff wasn't, but this is a little bit more like, like we said in the beginning, a little bit more adult. And and no. I think wasn't did wasn't somebody slotted to make a trilogy that was was going to be like an R rated trilogy? They they came out and they said and and I don't remember. I know it wasn't Ryan. Well, Johnson. I mean Tarantino's name was thrown at or thrown in there. He was supposed to make a trilogy, I believe. And um, at this point, everybody was supposed to make a trilogy. Everybody was, yeah. Right. Um, uh, oh, David I'm, I'm making one tomorrow. So. Yeah, let him have it. <laughs> well, I think the advantage for this particular series is because the Troy, uh, what's his name? Troy, is it Gilmore or Gilman or something like that? He wrote or he did the screenplay for Rogue One. He's doing this series. He yeah. wrote T- this series. Tony Gilroy. Gilroy, thank you. So I think you know, there's a big advantage there because, I mean, Rogue One wasn't exactly, you know, happy, woo-hoo-hoo, you know, good things happening all the time. It was, I mean, not super dark, but it was kind of a dark film. Yeah, it was a depressing grim. film. And but, I think that 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 goes to, to, to the point of, I think what's happening with Marvel is, you know, you have Tony Gilroy who who is writing stuff for a world that he knows because he wrote not only a world, rogue but one the characters and then that he knows yeah yeah and and you have all these writers on marvel now who who say i, I don't know i never read comic books and well how are you making these shows <laughs> how do you when, know what the movies when, need to when be you like when you haven't read she hulk how do you how are you making a she hulk show if you don't know what the character is except a tall green woman you know that, and it, it's. I think it shows that when somebody knows what world that they're in, what they can do with it. Yeah, well, I, I think that's something that uh, that's something I love about Star Wars in general is is the fact that you know you, you you do have all these different people working on it, but each project that comes out appeals to a different type of demographic. You know, you you have your things like like um, you know Star Wars Rebels. Uh, the sequel trilogy, Resistance, and things like that, that are that are more geared towards the younger audiences, more to kind of introduce them to Star Wars. It's because it, 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 let's be honest, something like you know the sequel trilogy, it wasn't meant. I'm 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 I'm, I'm trying to be kind of optimistic here. It wasn't necessarily meant for people who who you know grew up with the series, who you know had it affect their lives way way back at the very very beginning when it first started coming out. But but something like this, they're taking more chances with the storytelling. They're they're, they're saying, okay, let's let's get darker, let's get more grim, let's get more mature. And I th- and so far, I really think it's starting to pay off. Well, and Troy, even the writer for the show and and Rogue One, he he's had he has said <laughs> that this series will be no fan service. Thank God. And he, and he said no cameos yet. We know Mon Mothma was is going to be in it and Saw Guerrera. So I don't um, know if they're cameos or if they're going to be more involved in the series than just being cameos. So 
well, luckily those are characters that make sense to show up, you yeah. know, yes. where, whereas right. in, in Rogue One, the, 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 the criminal from the cantina on Tatooine just happening to be on Jeddah seconds before it blows up. It's like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, and the thing is, I mean, we know, um, we probably know more about Saul Guerrero than, than we do Mon Matha. So I'm, I'm interested in seeing maybe not her backstory, but, just what all she does to get that rebellion going. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, a character like that, we don't need a backstory. I mean, no. uh, there, if you want a backstory on it, there there was actually a very good deleted scene from episode three where it was Mon Mothma and Padme and several of the other senators sitting around talking, saying, hey, look, this is getting out of hand. We need to form something to, to try and stop what's happening here. And it, it it was really good. I don't know why they left it out. It they should have left it in. It was a great scene. There were a lot of scenes from Avengers of the Sith that should have been left in. Yeah. Yes. And stuff from the book that should have been put in there. Seventy <laughs> says, Oh, when the villager comes on that crash ship so there are no adults and the main girl has all these kids supporting slash flanking her, but they just let her get shot. Well, I mean, to be fair, they that, a I lot of them have likely never seen a gun before. You know, they're kids, but you know what, Stephanie? You said you said. Wait a minute. I guess they get a pass because you know they're kids. But uh, okay. These these kids are doing. They they did the kids right in this show. Anywhere else where there's been a kid, you had young Anakin. You had. Um, Omega in the Bad Batch. You know, anytime you've done stuff like that, it's like the kids are goofy characters. They're there to entertain the children. You know, oh, look, that's a kid, and I'm a kid, and there's our connection right there. But these kids were very serious and very... I mean, they knew what they were doing. They they, they stepped in. They, were, they shot that one guy to crap with all them blow darts. But, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> All I could think of was that scene in Ace Ventura 2 where he says, Three darts is too many. <laughs> I feel it like it's right in my in neck. My neck. <laughs> it was great. It was like, oh, okay. And, yeah. and, to, and credit, I mean, to, to be fair to those kids, I mean, they, they didn't know what the guy was going to do when he stood up. I mean, yeah. I mean, he stands up and immediately shoots her. There's like a breath in between. You know, and, and and like I said earlier, a lot of them have probably never seen a gun before, so they didn't know what that thing was he was holding in his hand. Yeah, because this this planet is off limits, so they probably haven't seen a whole lot of ships or whatever. So, says you know, I, or uh, uh, other people, for that fact. Says I'm glad they aren't inexplicably amazing at battle tactics, but did they explain why there are no adults? Not yet. I have a Mining feeling that- accident. I have a feeling that's coming. I might have. Now I want to bring up something that I ha- I haven't seen brought up anywhere on TikTok or anything or even here. But what were they carrying in that ship? Because if you noticed, all the guys had masks, and you had that yellow green crap that was kind of going had, up into the air so it's like were they carrying some kind of and you had the harry potter lady that showed up to 
I mean, she showed up and she took the fuel cells, right? Yeah, I think that's I what think they so. were after. They're the scavengers or scrappers, whatever you want to call them. But I'm wondering, but, yeah, I'm I'm wondering like if there wasn't something, and why were they shot down? That's the other thing. One, why were they shot down? And two, who shot them down? Because that was never. Yeah. Where were they shot down? Did they just crash? No, they were when they were coming into the atmosphere. Their their rear end was on fire. So somebody and, shot and, them. And honestly, I sit here and ask these questions, and it's probably going to have absolutely no meaning to the rest of the show. It's just it was just there. That's that's the way we introduced them. Well, well, the, the the way that I th- the, the way that I saw it was, um, you know, the, uh, the whenever the uh, officer was explaining about what happened to the to the planet, you know, mining accident, planet inhospitable, air toxic, blah blah blah. I thought I figured that those space masks were on those uh, on those crewmen because the air was toxic. You know that they they knew where they were going, and so they were prepared for it. I had thought about that too, and then I thought. Well, if it's so toxic, but if it was so toxic, why hasn't it affected the children? But maybe the children have been acclimated to it because they've lived there for so long. Maybe, maybe it's maybe it's a toxin that only affects you when you become an adult, and on, therefore only children. Seems like I heard there was a story I saw about that once, and I don't remember what it was. Anyway. Could that be a new super weapon the Empire is developing? Cultivating. And they, yeah, and they decided, yeah, you know, this is too dangerous. Let's just stick with the large blower upper gun. <laughs> Cade says there was a quick shot where green gas was spilling out of the ship in the background. I got your name. Oh, right? was there? I, had, I didn't see that. Yeah, I, and I don't know. Maybe that's just part of the whatever makes the ship run, you know, they all, they all look jaundice. Yeah. They, they, they were probably aliens and that was probably their normal skin color. They, yeah, look like, they all look they, human though. Yeah. I don't know. That was just something that popped in my head. I just thought nobody really has. Well, and, and like I said, this, this, we may be chasing a big rabbit here because does it, it in the long run, it may not really matter at all. Well, I don't think we're we're done with seeing um Dewey. <laughs> I don't think we're done seeing flashbacks. I'm sure Oh no. Oh, we'll no. get more. Well, here's a wild theory that's uh, just came to me. I, you know, I doubt this is what they're going for, but what if Stellan Skarsgård is looking for Andor because he needs him to go to a world or infiltrate an uh, an empire f- facility that they're making this gas, and he knows that he's immune to it because he grew up because on that planet. With... Hmm. Hmm. It sounds like it's more than two seasons long, but you know, it... anything's possible. Does the planet have kyber crystal? <laughs> No, uh, he wanted to get Andor because he wanted him to protect the child who is immune to <laughs> immune to the gas. We have to have the father figure protecting the child story that we've gotten in everything so far. Everything. Yeah, I, I think this whole season will be, this first season will be him trying to find his sister. And, of course, being 
And I think uh, Luthen, who's played by Skarsgård, whatever his Skarsgård. name is. Skarsgård. Yes. Thank you. Yep. Uh, that's all he wanted because Cassian a couple times said to Bix that, you know, he's been wanting to meet me. Well, there's a reason because Luthen, the character, he he's he knew a lot about Cassian. And I think Cassian was kind of shocked that this guy knew things that he probably shouldn't have known about him because, you know, he's kind of made up a different story. But, yeah, I mean, he knew he infiltrated the Empire and he knew he did this and that and the other thing. So I'm thinking, no, I'm thinking uh, that Luthen, you know, knows a lot about him and wants him to do other things and be a part of the rebellion or whatever they're calling themselves because, you know, it hasn't quite yeah. started yet, but yeah, I think Stellan, uh, I think Stellan Skarsgård is going to be to Diego Luna, what Woody Harrelson was to Alden Ehrenreich. Just kind of the, the mentor character. The... Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going for a cheers reference. Okay, we've had two Cheers cast members in Star Wars now. Don't don't ever forget that. <laughs> we had Woody Harrelson in Solo, and John Ratzenberger was in uh, Empire Strikes Back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He'll be the Jerry to his Maguire. That's right. <laughs> okay, Debbie. Anything else? Did we cover everything in your notes? Uh... It's it's. A, it's three episodes it's a lot to a lot of info i, I mean i think we highlighted the the important stuff so yeah i think we pretty much covered everything john did you have anything else well, i don't know i didn't know we were taking notes but let me go let me check and see uh, <laughs> well i me see what i, I have in my notes De debbie I, I know debbie takes notes and I have senior <laughs> brain farts all the time so i have to have notes to make me remember <laughs> we did have the Geek Gauntlet in here, Geek Gauntlet podcast. They William! are Williams here. He's in the house. They are on on Saturday nights uh, from at uh, nine Eastern time, right? So I think it's ten o'clock, or is it eight Eastern? No, 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 no. It's ten. Is it's ten Eastern? Eastern. It's, it's nine my time. So on Saturday nights. On Saturday nights, look for them here. On YouTube, on Facebook, Twitch, TV. Twitch, there he is. Ten Eastern, nine o'clock, nine o'clock Central. Ten Eastern, nine Central. Yeah, I don't know uh, if you guys. I think the only thing that I have left in my notes is uh, when uh, what's his name? What the the guy went in to make the phone call to him. Yeah, when he went to, when he went to make the phone call, he's walking in the rain to go to towards the phone booth. And up, up above the phone booth, it looks like uh, a uh, a Vulcan uh, idic up on the sign. So I'm wondering if we're in in Star Trek world now. If like the two worlds have combined. Oh, great! <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I would not be mad. <laughs> Me neither. I love yeah. Star Trek. That's so. the, that's the second Star Trek reference we've had on the show today. That's two today. I don't even remember what the first one was, but I know I mentioned Star Trek at least once. 
Yeah, and now all we need is, you know, Zachary Quinto's Spock looking at Darth Vader, ignite his lightsaber, and be like, this isn't logical. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Shameless plugs. Debbie, what you got? Uh, MCU Mondays, uh, 9.30 Eastern. Uh, She-Hawk episode, what are we on, seven or six? I don't even know what episode we're on. Uh, Episode six. Episode six. And that airs tonight, right? Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. No, it was no? on this morning. Oh, it was. So it's tonight. Okay. Yeah. It's on today. It's go watch. Yeah, I, I, I got up early again. Go watch She Hulk. <laughs> and go uh, go watch She Hulk, and then come, you know, check us out on MCU Mondays. Join the conversation there. Yeah, we yeah, that's it. That's another thing that annoys me is that this thing is on at two in the morning in Texas. Why is it on at two in the morning, but I can have dances, dancing with the stars live streaming at the time it's taking place. Why is that? Why can't they just go, Hey, you know what? Between seven and 11, you're going to get to see star Wars. Why do I have to wait till two in the morning? But I can see Tyra Banks because and dancing with the stars. That's more of a senior crowd. Even yeah. though I didn't watch it live stream, I watched it the next day. Me too. I didn't watch it at all. <laughs> I People got through it and I was like, I went, oh no, there's another hour of this? I watched well, the first. Well, I was I, happy they brought Alfonso. Ooh, I, Lord. I watched the first three seasons and that was about it. Actually, I didn't even watch the first season. I watched the second and third season. And Joey Fatone had a Star Wars dance in the third season. So it was amazing. Anyway. And he didn't Cam. win. And he didn't win. Cam, shameless plug. <laughs> uh, the, uh, this Sunday at 10 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time will be my first uh, GNN Cam and Focus uh, stream through Twitch. You can find me at uh, twitch.tv forward slash Cam, uh, GNN underscore Cam and Focus, all one word. Um, it's a, it's yeah uh it's a I'll, I'll be putting out links for it you know a couple of days before it starts uh it's it's gonna be me basically just uh starting a skyrim campaign while i talk about film uh I, I, i'm i'm taking a break from cam and focus i mean a lot of, a lot of y'all are uh, aware of that and um i'm gonna be using the stream as a way to kind of free up the film commentary uh without having to worry about writing a script recording editing a video uh, you know, j- just until I can get myself back on my feet again, as far as putting out the content. So uh, that's going to be a weekly thing. As of right now, I'm thinking it's going to be every Sunday at uh, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. So be on the lookout for that. Very cool, uh, John. Shameless plugs. Uh, well, I have my uh, episode one review. If I can stay awake, um, I will have that edited and uploaded for tomorrow, and then over the weekend. Probably a review of two and three coming before the next uh, the next episode drops at two in the morning. Uh, then in October uh, we'll be we'll be down at the Dallas Fan Festival. Yes. So we'll, we will see you down there. And I just bought a mobile hotspot, so I'm hoping. Uh, are you going to that, Dave? Well, let's see. Here's the story. So I've got I'm gonna I've got passes for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, um, and and we kind of got them 
not not late, but just like real recently within the last couple of weeks. And um, so Friday I'm going to be there. Saturday I was all excited for it, and my wife said, "Oh, we've got the big neighborhood garage sale that day. We've you got to you got to take care of that." And I was like, "Oh," so I was like, "Well, that goes till noon. So at noon I'll go after the the sale is over." And she says. No, Luke's got a band competition. You've got to take him to that. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm dying here. So Saturday I will probably be there in the afternoon slash evening time frame. And then Sunday I will, um, yeah, I'll be there all day Sunday. But, yes, we will be doing live streams. I'll be doing live streams from there um, on the GNN Facebook page. So go go check out the Facebook page. We'll see if we can talk to some people it's going to be a lot of fun yeah so other other than that um then in november uh we have the retro expo we'll be down at the retro expo um in plano and i hope to get to talk to uh let's see who's going to be there oh there's so many big stars there oh, tom scarrett is going to be there anthony daniels anthony daniels is going to be there so uh I, I i have I, a, I still need you to get me passes to that one there john yep yeah, just to uh, you know it's how many credits you have in your pocket? <laughs> I don't know. I'll think of something. Um, next Thursday, we're talking Andor season. Not season. Episode four. <laughs> episode four. There are 12 episodes, and I think that puts us all the way through November. I think it's most of November. Am I correct in thinking that? I believe so. Yeah. Six weeks. So so here's the thing. Um, the week of Thanksgiving, we will not have a show. And I I, I assume everybody knows that. I'm just letting you know. What so the hell? I know. It's, well, it's Thanksgiving. I'm going to be too full of turkey to talk about Andor. <laughs> so the next week. Just set week up after, a camera on your turkey. And then as people are eating it. And I, I can eat. Just eat talk. Yeah, just. Just live stream the dinner table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, see, see, what you got to do is put a GoPro on the turkey leg so that the, uh, so all the audience sees this. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so join us here every Thursday night at least through then. We're talking and or as the shows drop. Um, somewhere in there, we also have Tales of the Jedi coming up. Mm-hmm. I think that, but I think those are all, those are like mini episodes and those are all going to drop at once. 15 there, minutes, huh? I think. Yeah, 15 yeah. minutes and there's only six episodes. There's six episodes, 15 minutes a piece. And those will all drop, like I said, all, all in one day. They're going to be like the, uh, the I Am Groot series to where they're just everything, everything all at once. So we'll talk about those when they drop as well as Andor. Hit the like and subscribe button. Look for us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, all the various social medias. We are there. Look for Geek News Now. We are so glad that you joined us tonight. Um, we will see you again next week. And may the Force be with you all.